Welcome to the Peace Bridge Talk Show. Your host is Amrita Kailas, and she is going to introduce you to powerful tools from ancient wisdom and also connect with experts to show you how to implement them to lead a peaceful life. Now, here is Amrita. Hey everyone, welcome to the Peace Bridge Talk Show on Voice America. I hope you all are having a wonderful day. I'm so excited to be connecting with you all again today. Before we begin our episode today, I would like to announce the launch of the Peace Challenge for all of you to participate and win exciting prizes. Stay tuned till the end of the episode to know more about the challenge and how to participate for the challenge. On today's episode, we will be discussing on rising to your purpose and you can download the free workbook at bit.ly slash rising to your purpose. I repeat bit.ly slash rising to your purpose. Have you ever lost direction in your life? While planning a trip to a destination, we all prepare ourselves to understand the direction to the destination. We know that when we do not have a direction, we will get lost. Similarly, our life is also a journey that could take us to the destination of peace or happiness. In order to get to our destination, we need to know the direction to arrive at the destination. There could be many paths that could lead us to this destination. However, if we do not determine the path, we end up getting lost. Life is an opportunity whether we believe it or not. We get one chance in this world to live our beautiful life. In this one chance, we go through a myriad of events and get carried away living the life of others through different relationships around us, pleasing everyone and believing that all of this could take us to the place of happiness. Eventually, after going through the cycle of being born, getting educated, getting married, having children, taking care of the family, going to work and finally retiring, some of us slowly start thinking about our life deeply. Why do we feel dissatisfied in spite of attending to our family, children and jobs? What is the missing factor that we hardly pay attention to? Many years back, I was in this place where I had everything around me but still felt that I had lost my direction and was feeling empty where I was living a basic life of eating, working and sleeping. I had everything that life could offer me in the form of a good family, wealth and health. Still, there was something more that I was missing. This emptiness was taking me to places of lack of self-worth, disappointment, anxiety, disconnection to my identity 
and interpersonal relationship problems. So, in order to fill in the emptiness, I slowly brought in my passions in music, Veena, Sanskrit, Reiki back to my life. This made me feel like I was feeding my mind to something that was unique to myself. Continuing this journey for many years later led me to connect with me with my coach who guided me to discover my purpose to inspire, educate and empower people going through self-sabotage to rise above it and discover their purpose in life. Today, I feel deeply grateful for being able to live my purpose as a source of light to enable people to discover their true self so that they can live authentically, develop inner strength and radiate positivity around the world. Everyone in this world is born unique with unique talents for a reason. This reason is the purpose that shows you the direction in your life. When we have no reason, we lose the direction in our life and feel disappointed. The unique talents that we are gifted have the power to transform our life, but sometimes gets hidden under the thick layers of our limited beliefs, our bringing and mental conditioning. Like a miner takes enormous effort and energy to find the diamond under the earth's crust, it requires us to work on ourselves to find that light of purpose that can take us to the destination of peace and happiness. In Sanskrit, this purpose is termed as dharma. It originates from the word dri, which means to hold or bear or support. There are many meanings to dharma in Sanskrit. One of the meaning of dharma is sacred duty. It is this dharma that Lord Krishna mentions to Arjuna, the prince and warrior, to fight for justice and protect the kingdom. Today, I am very honored to welcome my good friend and our special guest, Dr. Hans Parge. Before we begin our conversation, let me share a short introduction on Dr. Parge. Dr. Parge's background is in biomedical research and pharmaceutical drug discovery. His basic training was on X-ray crystallography and structural biology. He did his PhD in Trinity College, Dublin and postdoctorate work in Berlin at the Free University, the University of Edinburgh and the Scripps Research Institute in La Jolla. His work at the Scripps Institute involved the atomic structural analysis of proteins, the molecules of life. In 1993, he left Scripps and went to a startup company that was pioneering X-ray crystallography to inform the pharmaceutical drug discovery. In 2009, Dr. Hans took early retirement and moved into the world of wellness, prevention and youthful aging. He now 
helps people die young as late in life as possible. Welcome to the Peace Bridge Talk Show, Hans. So happy to have you here with me today. Thank you so much for having me, Amrita. Thank you for that kind introduction. No problem. Thank you. Hans, I know you have a wonderful story that you would like to share with the listeners mm-hmm. on how you actually got into this place of holistic wellness. Could you please share that with us? Happy to, Amrita. Like everything in life, there there are sort of serendipitous occasions when you meet people that point you in a particular direction at the time when you feel a new chapter is about to begin. Um, I spent most of my life, as you said, as an x-ray crystallographer. And um, I have good friends to blame for that particular path. But uh, in 2009, uh, I retired. I took early retirement from Pfizer as part of their major downsizing. And uh, at the suggestion of another friend, it took the journey into holistic wellness uh, in, in, um, with a company actually that Deepak Chopra mm. had, uh, had endorsed. So that sort of gave me exposure to, as you were saying, Ayurveda, mindfulness, mm. yoga. Mm. So, and that's where I've been for the last uh, 13 years in, in, a, in a more uh, holistic health world mm-hmm. rather than the treatment and cure world mm-hmm. that, that um, was probably um, most of my career. Mm. That's very, very inspiring to hear, Hans. Thank you for sharing that with us. Could you please help us uh, understand the connection between mind, body, and spirit in terms of wellness? I do not proclaim to be the expert here or your, or, or your local guru that comes down from a long lineage of gurus going back four or 500 generations. But I, I believe that we all, we all have the same three questions usually, which is where did I come from? Where am I going? And is my life, what is the purpose of my life? Mm. I don't pretend to know the answers of the first two, but I do believe that if we do live our purpose, mm. uh, then our life has meaning and we also get enlightenment and fulfillment. But it is a trilogy, as you pointed out. The, the wellness, the complete wellness, has the mind, body, and spirit mm. uh, components that all need to be in some kind of so-called homeostasis or balance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, again, where did, where did it come from? Have you seen spirit? Mm. I have not seen spirit. Mm. Um, mm. I, I know my mind. I, I know yeah. my body. Yeah. Uh, I know what I do to it uh, and how it reacts. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is, um, so I'm a, an experimental Yes. Yeah. Scientist. And yeah. also a as an X-ray crystallographer, yeah. 
my job was to determine the atomic structures mm. of matter. Mm. And I think I shared with you before this comment by uh, observation by the founder of the atomic yeah. theory or perspective on matter, Democritus, the mm-hmm. yeah. fifth century uh, Greek philosopher who right. pointed out that nothing actually exists except mm-hmm. atoms yep. and empty space. Right. Everything else is opinion. Mm-hmm. You could argue that his opinion was also an opinion. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. But, you know, your the reality doesn't stop where your big opinion begins. And, as, and I think there's also a wonderful phrase by Albert Einstein who says, yes, truly, yes, reality is an illusion. Yeah. Albeit a very persistent illusion. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hence, that was interesting to know about uh, how you broaden the perspective of connecting the body, mind, and spirit. Although we may not know answers to each of these, it is directed towards living a meaningful and purposeful life, right? So, Hans, I would love to know, um, in terms of the project that you are into, where uh, the motto is to help people die young, as late in life as possible. That's so powerful. Could you share with us, how do you do that? Uh, Thank you for asking. Sometimes I ask myself, how do I do this? (laughs) Um, Or how it's done? I, I think if, if, if you look at the central dogma of molecular biology, which was, mm. which was um, sort of first articulated by Watson, or uh, by Francis Crick in his paper in 1957, the central dogma says DNA goes to RNA yep. and then goes to protein. Mm. That process of going from DNA to RNA to protein, that's called gene expression. So you're taking information that's stored in the DNA, which is our book of life, mm, mm. and turning it into the actual molecules of life. Mm, mm. So then, so then, then if, if, you take, if you take life then as an expression of, of the information that we inherited in our yeah. DNA, yeah. Um, some people, I think Agatha Christie calls it a... Um, Life is a, is, is a physics experiment with right. biochemical trappings. Yeah. So the biochemistry that makes that all happen yeah. um, needs fuel. Mm. It needs cofactors. Yeah. So first of all, you've, the, we've got to make sure that the book of life is being read in a useful way. Yeah. And then once it's read in a useful way and makes a useful protein or or materials, that those proteins are then getting all of the ingredients Mm. to support that biochemistry. Mm, mm, mm. So there's a a, a Chinese microbiome researcher, and I used his mantra and copied his mantra a little bit and added a bit. Yeah. His mantra is eat right, keep fit, live long, die quick. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I modified is eat right, keep fit, sleep tight, mm. live long, die quick. Mm. Mm. 
So you're saying that there is a huge role of sleep in our life. Yeah. I, I believe it was, I think, uh, Joe Casciani last week yeah. at our fireside chat yeah. mentioned something when he was talking about the 40% of dementias that are preventable. Yeah. World, the worldwide dementias are preventable. He mentioned something that I thought was quite interesting, yeah. that uh, it is known, or at least it is accepted, that 30% of, of aging is genetic. Mm -hmm. The other 70% is epigenetic. Mm -hmm. So 30% is nature. Yeah. And the other 70% is nurture. Wow. So what, what are you doing to yourself? Wow. I mean, we all, we all know that if we, if we abuse it, yeah. I mean, I, I sometimes ask people the following question that was asked me years ago. Mm -hmm. If you were given a, a, an automobile, a car. Yeah. At the beginning of your life, yeah, and you were told this car yeah. has got to last you for all of your life. Mm -hmm. What would you do with your car? Mm. How would you treat your car? Right. Yeah, yeah, that's so. How so? How are we treating our own miracle machine? Right. I love that miracle machine phrase yeah. that you use. Yeah. How are you treating your miracle machine? That that sounds. Very, very powerful in the place that it requires us to value that miracle machine and utilize it in the most proficient manner. Yeah, Hans. So with regards to the amazing description that you gave about how our DNA is connected to the way we are all built. Could you share with us how does it influence our behavior? Yeah, now, now you would you could say that that the body will react yeah. to certain stressors in our life yeah. Yeah. Uh, by producing the appropriate chemicals like right. cortisol. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, I can, I can induce a stress behavior yeah, yeah. In, in, in any person. Right. But it is the, the, the biochemistry and the genetics that will react to it mm. as it's known how to react mm -hmm. by, by encouraging and making available all of the, the raw materials to go either fight or flight. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So that's why I think it's, it's very important to, to sometimes just breathe. Because mm, mm, really, yeah. if, if if you think of if you think of what what we are, if you think of the word homeostasis or balance, yeah. or if you yeah, think yeah. about um, the understanding that we get from the Eastern traditions of medicine, right? Um, it always talks about balance. Mm. How do you return to balance? Right. And everything in our life and the universe constantly shoves us out of balance right so coming back to that balance that homeostasis yeah that that that's something that we do both physically and mentally right yeah mm -hmm. and of course there is a there is a feedback between the mind and the body right uh, which i think is an area of somatics that that richard strozzi heckler is uh, quite quite uh 
expert in in yeah. teaching people how to control. Yeah. Uh, yes, there's a, and there's a, he has a also a wonderful book that I would encourage yeah. people to read, which is mm-hmm. called Holding the Center mm. Sanctuary in a Time of Confusion. Yeah. So, so you hold your spiritual, your mental, and your physical center. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as as best you can. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Hans, for sharing that uh, and also uh, recommending the book that people can go in and read to understand more about this connection uh, and how to hold their center even during the most challenging times. Um, Hans, how does um, the molecular chemistry that you shared earlier influence our energy levels throughout our day there are there are these small batteries in our cells mm-hmm. called mitochondria mm. and i'm sure you've heard of, of the mitochondria mm-hmm. uh, some evolutionary biologists i believe yeah, yeah. Uh, say their origin comes from a cell yeah. Uh, enclosing a bacterium and using it as a symbiote. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So all the energy that we make, uh, mm-hmm. that we need to mm-hmm. keep all the cellular processes going yeah. are, are done by mitochondria. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as we age, yeah. um, and I would say that some people probably, some people don't, see their mitochondria decline. Okay. They're, as we age, their number and their function sort of mm. declines. Mm. Um, the, the magic of modern science is that, that we can actually reset mm. their function to a more useful state wow. using the appropriate sort of interventions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how does it happen? How does it go during the day? I mean, if if I look at my day, I don't have a lot. Mm. You know, I'm getting to be quite an old man now, mm. but I I'm like an energizer bunny. Mm. You know, I get up in the morning, I have a good yep. uh, good night's sleep. Yep. I have my sort of early morning routine, and then I yep. hit the ground running, and yep. and in the evening at ten or so. Yep. I fall asleep. There's no, yeah. there's no dips mm, mm. in my energy. Wow. There is a dip in other people's energy. It may very well be for many reasons. Mm. Uh, they're not getting enough sleep. Yeah. Uh, there may be, there may be uh, taking too much sugar because, you know, there may be have a, have a, have a caffeine or a coffee diet or a habit that, extends throughout the day because most yep. of the energy drinks are either sugar or caffeine mm. and they are stimulants yep yep what what i think what we what we ideally would want is to keep those mitochondria yep working mm. give you stable stamina mm. Mm. and endurance yeah yeah that is very very ins- insightful to hear um their hands as to how important it is to sustain that energy level throughout the day um, where depletion can actually backfire you and put you in a place where you're unable to recover to 
perform the activities or to carry out your day-to-day chores. And, and also, you know, that there's that, I think there's a wonderful acronym. Um, mm. I think it's DOSE. Mm. Dopamine, oxytocin, mm. serotonin, mm. and then dolphins. Okay. So the, I think the oxytocin is like, or the dopamine is the happy. Yeah. So, so if, if your biochemistry is making the appropriate amounts of those hormones, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you probably will feel energy because, you know, people can drain your energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't they? I mean, you, 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 mentally, yeah. they, can, they can be these energy vampires. For sure. Uh, or, or something bad that happens during the day that puts you mm-hmm. into this sort of fight-flight response and drags uh, um, the motivation out of you that yeah, can also yeah. take energy yeah. so i mean there, there's a there's every reason to do the best that we can to right. guard against yeah yeah you know, the, the dips yeah but often we just have to deal with it right and come back to the center yeah yeah uh, I loved that acronym that you mentioned, which is like essential hormones that are required for you to function at the highest level of energy and how important it is to take care of your energy levels, whether it's through people or through certain kind of events that happened. It's still important to bring you back to that center in order to function effectively, right? You are listening to Amrita Kailas on the Peace Bridge Talk Show on Voice America. We are going for a short break. Stay tuned and we'll be back in two minutes. A peaceful life is something most people only ever dream of but can never achieve. Using tools from ancient wisdom can help you achieve that peace. Listen to the Peace Bridge Talk Show on the Voice America Influencers Channel to learn what those tools are and how to implement them. The Peace Bridge Talk Show, hosted by Amrita Kailas, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific. You are listening to the Peace Bridge Talk Show with Amrita Kailas. Have a question for Amrita or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5795. That's 866-472-5795. Now back to the show with Amrita. Welcome back, everyone, to the Peace Bridge Talk Show on Voice America. Let's resume our show. What would be your advice to people who are working and have to go through a mix of emotions through through their day where they have these ups and downs happening back to back? What would be your advice to them in terms of regulating this energy? You know, that's a... There's this old saying by Agatha Christie, good advice is almost certainly ignored, but that's, <laughs> no, re- that's no reason not to give it. Uh-huh. And, and some of it is very hard because mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've been privileged in my life to just do what I want to do. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think it's easier to do than people believe it can be done. Mm. But there are, there are, 
you know, the necessities of life. If you've got three children to feed, yeah. then, then um, we make compromises. Yeah. And you know, when you're engaged in something that you love, time flies and there's yeah. no talk about, I yeah. am, you know, I don't have any energy. It just, yeah. you just, you just keep going. So I think the simplest thing is, is, is to find, is to find that thing you love, or it's mm -hmm. banal to say, if, if, you know, follow your passion, not your right. pension, and you'll never work a day in your life. I mean, it's yeah. easy. It's easy yeah. said. Yeah. Like, all these things are easier said than done. Right. But, uh, um, that would be my advice is examine, mm. go, go and examine is because you only live once. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and ask yourself, is this where you want to be? Right. Yeah. And if the question ever turns out to be no, and you, and your body will tell you, mm. your body will, will give you signs yeah. that it's, that it's not, it's not in a happy place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember listening to a guru years ago, he said, all stress is a disconnect between the mind and the heart. Mm. If the mind and the heart are aligned, you don't have any stress. Right. Yeah. 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 That so, was so, so find what, find what you love mm. and don't, I mean, you can burn the ships and do it, do it drastically, or you can do it gradually. Yeah. Yeah. Work part time on your passion. Right. While you're working full time on your job to keep the wolves away from the door. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Thanks for that sharing would, that advice. That would, that, would, yeah, that would be my advice. Is, yeah. It, yeah. Mm -hmm. love, find what you love mm. and do it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, Tans. In terms of anti aging, uh, as we get old, most of us try to. Uh, withdraw from certain activities, uh, withdraw from uh, taking up certain responsibilities. And how do you see from your experience, Hans, in terms of helping people age gracefully with that energy still being conserved? I, I think it comes back to what the Japanese call ikigai. And mm. we, would call, we would call it a purpose. Mm. So you have to have a reason to get mm. up out of bed in the morning. And it mm. has to be a driving reason, a compelling mm. reason. Mm. And that's at any age. Mm. Now, there will come a time when, as I told you before, like Vitas Sackville West wrote, All Passion Spent. Yeah. There will come a time in your life when you say, been there, done that. I'm, yeah. ready, to, I'm ready to check out. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it's, been, it's been a nice journey. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing else that sort of really gets me excited enough to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. But un until then, um, at, any, at any age, I mean, we see the big unretirement. We see, right. you know, the 60 is the new 40. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the baby boomers are, of which I am a member, are, are looking to, you know, to find more things to do in the third half of that. Mm, mm, mm. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense as to have that uh, purpose always in your life and allow it to drive you throughout the day, not just in terms of uh, 
carrying out your activities, but also in terms of the energy that is uh, required to sustain this life. And I will, I'd probably shared this quote with you many times before. Yeah. yeah. But my favorite quote is from George Bernard Shaw, which talks about, which goes as follows. This is the true joy in life, being used for a purpose, recognized by yourself as a mighty one, mm. being a force of nature mm. instead of a feverish, selfish, little clod of ailments and grievances complaining that the world will not devote itself to making you happy. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm happy to complain sometimes, yep. but, but who who would listen? Yeah. You know, and the, the old joke that goes, you know, misery loves company. The only problem is the company is miserable. Right. There's only so much downing. Yeah. That you can take. Yeah. Uh, and sustain the energy to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least, yep. at least, you know, and we have enough people to talk about the power of positivity. For sure. You know, not, not, not that I would say to people, as a friend of mine says, if, if I'm asking someone to be positive, yeah. uh, I am actually asking them to put my comfort over their reality. Mm, mm. Yeah, so people need to be met where they're at. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and they have need to pull themselves out. Right, yeah. But, yeah. but some good dose, again. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I love the part that you said it is ultimately your responsibility to get to that place of happiness, right? Mm -hmm. And there are enough people that will show you the way or not show you, they will help you along the way if you yeah. want to be helped. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody wants to be told what to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't like being told what to do. Yeah, yeah. That's why, that's why my golf has never improved over the years <laughs> of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Hans. Uh, what, what has been or what have been the powerful tools from ancient wisdom that has helped you to integrate holistic wellness into your life? You mean connecting to the spirit, you mean? Mm, yeah. Well, I... I, I was born Lutheran and grew up in a Catholic country of Ireland and went to Catholic school. Okay. I was very privileged to be able to sit on the fence or the fire and brimstone that was hurled at my peers, uh -huh. my, Catholic, my Catholic peers. Yeah. I could, I could take or leave. So I, I, I love the, the concept that, you know, the spirituality is an individual's relationship with whatever they call divine. And we all, there's yeah. even a sort of a nature paper from a few years ago talking about a God gene. Do we yeah. have genetic, are we genetically predisposed to believe in the divine? Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I love, I love the tradition of meditation and yoga right. yeah. and breathing. Yeah. Uh, one of my books that I really Use my Bible is the is the book by John Kabat-Zinn, Full Catastrophe Living. Yeah. But from the background yeah. of of uh, Catholicism and, and Christianity, mm -hmm. everything is in the Lord's Prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very simple. You know, Thy will be done. Let the shit yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Let that stuff go. 
Mm-hmm. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those. I mean, don't hang on to a grudge. Right. It'll, it'll eat you up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and, and when things get really tough for me, that's most likely what I will, will chant. Mm. Lord's Prayer. Mm. Mm. Am, I, am I religious? You know, I'm, religion is crowd control, and we just talked about not wanting to be controlled. Right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I mean that in a very loving way because, yeah. because we do need to have rules by which we all live by. For sure, yeah. Uh, as, as, a, as a functioning community and neighborhoods yeah. and, yeah. and uh, cities and right. Yeah. However, there has been so much human suffering right. caused by belief right. that I... I I really prefer, again, George Bernard Shaw, I think, may have mm-hmm. said this, but I would prefer a mind opened by mm-hmm. wonders mm-hmm. than one closed by beliefs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's another interesting point that you're touching on uh, about the beliefs there, uh, Hans. How have you overcome limited beliefs in your life? I struggle with them daily. <laughs> I, I have my limiting beliefs. Mm. Um, there is a there is a, a, another phrase. Most people think that they are thinking. I include myself in this. Mm. Most people think that they are thinking mm. when really all they're doing is rearranging their prejudices. And right in the, and I, somebody once told me recently, a hypnotherapist, right in the middle of the word belief yeah. is the word lie. Mm. Yeah. So you want, to, you want to change your subconscious because mm. the subconscious will drive what you do. The power of the subconscious is to tell your subconscious a better lie. Right. But it's not going to make any distinction between reality mm. and the imagination. Mm. Yeah. Just the power of affirmations and and and, uh, yeah. and also the power of I am. Mm-hmm. Avoid telling yourself I'm stupid. I mean, this morning I told myself a number of times on the golf course that I was stupid. Uh-huh. It's, not a, it's not a good way to to deal with that kind of uh, anxiety or those right. kind of details. You know, yeah. Yeah. whatever yeah. you whatever you put after the words I am, you end yeah. up manif- manifesting. Mm-hmm. The, two, the two very powerful words. Right, right. Uh, it's it's actually very, very powerful that you mentioned about how those statements that you tell yourself has a strong impact on your subconscious mind and can manifest. Uh, thank you for mentioning about that point uh, there, Hans. And I would love to hear from you in terms of these limited beliefs and how we're all behaving based on these limited beliefs. What are the simplest steps that one could take in order to overcome that habit of believing your limited beliefs and acting based on that? Well, let me put it this way. What makes you think you have a limiting belief? Right. Mm. Or that your beliefs are limiting you. Yeah. Yeah. Your beliefs are guiding you until you have developed other beliefs. Right. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and that really comes with an open mind. I mean, there's right. that wonderful, that wonderful meme you see sometimes of the universe, which has a, a pie, 
Yeah. A small sliver of the pie is the stuff you know. Yeah. Another small sliver is the stuff you know you don't know. Yeah. And then the remaining huge portion of the pie is the stuff you don't even know you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so coming coming to it with a with an open mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you don't. I mean, I think Socrates said the only wisdom that there is is to know that you know nothing. Right. Yeah. But don't tell me about limiting beliefs to try to sell me a coaching program. Right. Yeah. Because you, that's 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 like auto suggestion. Right. Like when I yeah. tell you when I when I tell you, uh, Amrita, you know, stop sulking. You all of a sudden take on a sulking demeanor. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your beliefs, the, your beliefs, are there to guide you through the catastrophe that's life until right. another belief serves you better. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so it's about how you manage those beliefs, being open to seeing all of that, witnessing that, rather than owning that and behaving as what you're referring, and, right? Exactly, yeah. and, then, and then I would argue that, that I just posted the John Wooden quote the other day, surround yourself with smarter people than you mm. who will argue with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's... It can be it can be uncomfortable to know that right. you're wrong. Yeah. But it can also be very liberating to get yeah. you to the next stage of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and it, you know, there's, there's, yeah, there's also that you look at that that uh, um, paper that I think Cornell scientists or psychologists wrote called the Dunning Kruger effect. Dunning and Kruger. Yeah. Wrote a paper that basically says. You know, people who are ignorant are unaware of it, and it makes them hard to realize that they've done something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for mentioning about the level of vulnerability that you can have so that you can move out of your comfort zone and allow yourself to those kind of challenges so that you can learn and grow, right? Yeah, yeah. Thank you for mentioning that, Hans. I heard you mention about how anxiety can also contribute to your thinking or behavior earlier when you were mentioning about beliefs. So could you give some insight into the part of anxiety and um, human behavior? Well, I think we mentioned this before. Yeah. Uh, Paul Tillich, that a Christian philosopher shows, uh, wrote that there are three types of anxiety. Yeah. Of fate and death, mm. of emptiness and meaninglessness, mm. and of guilt and condemnation. Mm. All of those are going to, you know, all of those when they start to feel, trigger yeah. your anxiety, they're going to trigger those hormones. Right. <laughs> And and um, you're going to have the appropriate response. I think the, mm. I think Camus said once you stop fearing death, everything is possible. Mm. 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 The anxiety about meaninglessness and mm. emptiness. Mm. I mean, we maybe it doesn't mean anything. Maybe the only meaning it has is what we give to it. Right. Yeah. And then the last one, which was the the the, the guilt and condemnation. Yeah. And there, I think I can, I, I can speak to it a little bit more because 
is not it's not guilt per se for having done something wrong. It is it is the anxiety around not living up to your true potential. Mm, mm. So you have the responsibility mm-hmm. to at least find that you know, find that purpose. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's mightier mightier than you. Yeah. Yeah. Where you can where you can at least assuage that guilt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it most likely will not be empty. Right. Your life will be full mm. of meaningful contributions that right. you feel you have made mm-hmm. to, you know, as, as, uh, as George Bernard Shaw would say, mm-hmm. I am of the opinion that my life belongs to the whole community. Yeah. As long as I live, it is my privilege to do for it mm-hmm. what I can. It is a sort yeah. of splendid torch Mm-hmm. which I have got hold of for the moment. Yeah. And I want to make it burn as brightly as possible before handing it on to future generations. I'm sure wow. I'm sure if, if we all not that we will all attain it, but yeah. it definitely is something worth endeavoring. Yeah. Yeah. Even though even though Yoda says there is no try, you do or you do not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for giving that insight into all of our minds here, Hans, I really appreciate that comment that you made. Um, in terms of preventing the energy depletion that happens with aging, what are some of the important steps that one could take? Eat right, keep mm-hmm. fit, sleep tight, live yeah. long, die quick. I mean, really... Life like golf is simple. Nobody said it would be easy. Yep. But it's as simple as that. And when I yep. say eat right, I mean everything. Right. The macronutrients, the micronutrients, your water. I mean, yep. so you have to give the machinery, or as, as one of my friends would say, it's truly amazing yep. what the human body and its immune system can do. Yep. Yep. Provided of all the nutritional building blocks that it needs. So you have to come back and ask, am I providing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I truly nourished in mm-hmm. mind and body and spirit? And what am I doing to nourish myself? Mm-hmm. That, that's amazing that you mentioned that each of those areas need to be given enough attention and um, ensure that it gets that nourishment that it needs to function day to day, right? And, and I think we have to start, we have to start in utero, Mm. We start with the mother. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I speak to enough, enough people that says the first two years of a child's life, they need yep. to be loved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the second three years of a child's life, they need boundaries. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and unfortunately, we, we have many children who have come into the world yep. that don't feel that love. Right. Yeah. I mean, we can always come back to the Beatles, you know, love is all you need. Yes, you know? totally. And in the end, as the Beatles would say, the love you make is equal to the love you take. So if you're not making love. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I think we all know what it is that we need to do. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the challenge is, is, the, is doing it. Right, right, right. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that as well, Hans. From your expertise in terms of uh, being an amazing biomedical researcher, what would 
be your last piece of advice uh, to the listeners to lead a purposeful and holistically beautiful life? But from, from the basic nutrition, we all know, make sure that you're giving your body what it needs. And from a, from a spiritual and, and mental perspective, um, get, get Chris and Janet Atwood's book, The Passion Test, mm. and find your passion. Then find someplace where you can live that passion. Mm. It, 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 I, I, years ago, when I started in, in business at IMAN, I listened to a, a person yeah. called Jim Rowan, who is actually quite a, quite a powerful, he's passed away now, but yeah. quite a powerful sort of business philosopher. And he yeah. says the following. Yeah. Imagine, mm. and I'm paraphrasing, yeah. using my own word. Yeah. Imagine you get up in the morning mm. to go to work full-time on your job yeah. and part-time, he would say fortune, but I would say passion. Mm. You're not getting up to an alarm clock. You're getting up to an opportunity clock. Right. And you can continue to do that until your part-time efforts equal your full-time efforts. Yeah. And then you've got a choice. Mm to go full-time on your passion. Yep, yep. And leave the job mm. for some other worthy W-2 person who needs it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that, that would be my, my, you know, my advice to my younger self is at 18 would be, life is cheaper when you can deduct. And if you want to own your life, you need to own your own business and mm -hmm. make sure mm. that you know what are the characteristics of a true business. Mm. Thank you, Hans. That was super powerful. Um, finding your passion and living it itself is the source of energy that can take you a long way in your life and also Keep you young, as you put it in your bio. Keep you young in life as much as possible. I loved it. I'm pretty sure the listeners got amazing value listening to our conversation here. Thank you so much, Hans, for coming into this episode and sharing your wonderful pieces of wisdom with all of us. Thank you for having me, Amrita, and, and um, it was a pleasure. Thank you, Hans. A life of purpose is a life that is meaningful. When we have a purpose in life, we will be able to channel our energy towards a higher purpose that will enable us to elevate our lives and lead a life of happiness. I would like to quote a shloka from Bhagavad Gita that says, It's far better to perform one's own duty, even if it's filled with faults, than to perform someone else's duty perfectly. In fact, it is preferable to die in the discharge of one's duty than to follow someone else's that leads to danger. This shloka is chanted as, Shreyan Swadharmo Vigunaha Paradharmat Swanishtitat Swadharme Nidhanam Shreyaha Paradharmo Bayavaha. As the great Abraham Maslow states, 
Your life's work is to find your life's work. Are you living your own dharma or following someone else's path? Now, let's do a short meditation together. Please do not carry out this meditation while you're driving. Close your eyes. Sit straight, keeping your shoulders erect. Take a deep breath and try to focus your attention on the center of your heart. Imagine a long lost friend has sent you an invite for a meeting. As you have been missing this special friend for long, you decide to go and meet your friend. You travel through the roads and the air to meet this special friend. As soon as you reach your friend's abode, you see your friend welcoming you at the doorstep with a sweet smile. Tears are flowing in your eyes and you hug your friend tightly as you have been missing him or her. Your friend holds your hand and takes you into a beautiful room. As soon as you enter the room, you see a long ladder. You climb the ladder slowly, curious to discover what is beyond. The ladder finally takes you to a magical land. As soon as you enter the magical land, you experience you are at the right place and have been longing to be here. You have all the freedom in the world and you forget about time. You are at the heights of ecstasy. You feel like you have been here forever. You now see all around you things you love and enjoy but had forgotten doing. So you pick them up one by one and bring it down the ladder. Now, you thank your wonderful friend for showing you the innate gifts within you that you already possessed but you were unaware of its possession. You then promise your friend you will use your innate gifts to serve the humanity and make the world a better place. What was your experience during the meditation? I would love to hear back from you. So please share your thoughts with me on our Facebook community samsarga-emotional-support or email me at samsarga.ca at gmail.com. You can also direct message me at awakenwithamrita underscore life coach or visit our website at www.samsarga.ca for more information. If you have been listening to the Peace Bridge talk show on Voice America from the beginning, I would like to invite you to join our Peace Challenge. Winners of the challenge will be announced on the Peace Bridge talk show and will receive exclusive gifts that includes Emotional Wellness Toolkit and Emotional Wellness Deck Cards to integrate into your daily life for facing the challenges throughout your day. Check out our Facebook community, Samsarga-Emotional-Support to participate in this challenge. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me today. I deeply appreciate your time and support. I look forward to sharing yet another 
inspiring and insightful episode with all of you to discover peace in your life. Join me next Wednesday 5 p.m. Pacific for yet another inspiring episode. Until then, take care, stay safe and remain peaceful. Sending you all lots of love and light. Amrita. Thanks for tuning in to the Peace Bridge Talk Show. Tune in again next week to continue your journey to leading a peaceful life. Until then, have a peaceful week.